Hello and welcome to Christ Green Relax. We are back again. It's me and Jenna. Hi. So today we're going to talk about a really good topic. We're talking about body image. The common problem with body image is society promotes unrealistic body ideals and it becomes unhealthy to compare yourself to unrealistic standards. I think... Um, as me and Jenna are both mums of daughters, we need to make sure that we are promoting positive body image. So we're going to go through a whole range of pointers, starting with, when did you start having body worries? I started to really worry about my body when I was at high school and I noticed that all the other girls were wearing bras and I had no boobies <laughs> whatsoever. And I just started to think to myself, why haven't I got any boobs? I mean, there were girls, we're talking like year 10, year 11, mm. with big, ginormous baps. <laughs> Do um, you think they were ginormous now looking back, or were they probably like a B cup? Um, well, obviously, like bigger girls had bigger boobs. Yeah. Smaller girls probably have B cups, C cups. But I literally had nothing. <laughs> I was literally like an ironing board. And... It really got to me. Yeah. Um, getting ready for PE. Um, I've got this really vivid memory of the boys used to grab your bra strap and oh, ping no. them. <laughs> and I didn't wear a bra because I didn't have any boobs. Yeah. I used to wear like the the crop toppy sports yeah, bra things. Yeah. Um, and I remember this boy going to ping my bra strap, and there was there wasn't one there, <laughs> and he said, oh, "Why haven't you got a bra? And haven't you got any tits?" And I still remember that Aww. to this day. And I just, I remember sitting there thinking, don't cry, don't cry, Aww. don't cry, don't cry. Um, so yeah, for me, school, yeah, that's when it started, really. Mm. I think, I, I am, I've always been a really small, petite little girl. I never had boobs, but I danced. And when I say dance, dance professionally, dance competed. So girls didn't have boobs in that dance world. If you had boobs in the dance world, it was it looked out of place. But when you say you didn't have boobs, you had little boobs. I didn't have any boobs. No, I, think... I just had nipples. <laughs> I think there's a difference between having... I was flat-chested when I was younger. I'm talking like 8 to 10 flat. And then I probably got about an A cut when I turned 12. And then it slowly went up to a b cup and then i had a b cup probably until i were about mid 20s um or late 20s should i say yeah but having having that dancer's body you you just you didn't want boobs it was just normal yeah if you had boobs and you had a leotard on it looked odd because boobs move around and, yeah. and for some reason a, a dancer's body is very athletic anyway so they just don't really have boobs. So for me, I want interested in having boobs and I want bothered if I remember walking down from from high school and a group of boys uh, were behind me and they were like, Oh Brooke, she's hot and then one I I think it was um a guy called Michael and I think he just shouted out, Yeah, but she's like an ironing board and I Aww. thought, What? Like it never really occurred to me. But that was high school yeah. by the time I realised, like, oh, okay, maybe I should have boobs. I don't know. I want, I'm more of a bum girl. So as long as I'm a bum with it, yeah, I wasn't bothered about, about boobs. But 
I always just say I got all bum and no boobs. <laughs> well, I think what 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 I noticed is when we were in the playground as a child, me being in school, and noticing the parents of other children, and I'm I'm I will say it, I was very naive when I was a kid, but I, I saw some fat parents, and when I say fat parents, I do mean obese, bellies hanging over, you know, the the waistband. Um, really fat arms, double chins, and I used to think, God, I, I'm glad my mum don't look like that. Yeah. Because kids are cruel, and kids would say something about your mum if your mum were fat. So I, I think from then I always thought I just don't want to be that person. I don't want to be stood outside my son's school and somebody says, "Oh, your mum's fat." <laughs> so for me, that's how I, that's my envision was just like I don't want to look like that because to me that just didn't look nice i i always wanted that athletic body um and i won't bothered about about boobs per se but i think as we get older and then we see celebrities you yeah. know and if your celebrity crush has boobs or they look a certain way they've got a six pack they've got totally flat abs they've got a perky bum or whatever they've it is that you're in yeah whatever yeah. you're interested in that's then what you start to aspire to be. Yeah. Um, Definitely. I think for me, like being a kid watching Baywatch on a Saturday with my dad. Oh, Pamela. Uh, oh, I remember just looking at Pamela Anderson and thinking, you are the most beautiful woman mm. I've ever seen in my life. I was totally obsessed with her because obviously I'm blonde. My mum's blonde. She was the dream. And that was from being a little girl. Yeah. She, she was just perfect to me. Yeah. And it's weird as well because we're, we're looking up to these people, but these people. They're not all real. No, Pamela Anderson definitely ain't real. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you've got someone like Dolly Parton who happily goes out and says, yeah, I'm fake, you know, I've, I wear wigs, I've, I've got Botox in here, there and everywhere, I've got fake boobs bigger than your head. Yeah. But they, they own it. Yeah. And they, but they're quite happy to say that they own it. How do you feel about surgery? Well, I had my breasts enlarged when i was 21 um obviously following on from all the sort of issues i had from being a kid um like i say it started at school and i was just i remember just crying and crying and crying to my mum saying when am i going to get boobs mummy when am i going to get them and she's like they'll come they'll come don't worry they never came um and then being in an abusive relationship where my partner would literally laugh at me for my tits um tell me that I'm, I look like a boy that I'm ugly and that um, I remember him once I was once in the bath and he came into his toilet or whatever and he went oh my god look at Stacey your belly sticks out further than your boobs no way that's what he said to me and I just remember thinking to myself I need to change this mm. I need to have boobs which looking back now makes me feel a little bit sad yeah because yeah. I feel like I had surgery because I felt like an, I should have breasts. Yeah. I should have, I should have boobs. Mm. I felt like there was something missing. Whereas now, I'm 32 and I feel totally confident in myself. Um, I just wish I could give the old me that some advice. of the confidence yeah, that I've got yeah. now. Because I'd say to her, you don't fucking need fake tits. Yeah. To feel good about yourself. Mm -hmm. um, 
so yeah i think if it's something you really want to do go for it um i think each to their own mm-hmm. absolutely if you've got the money to do it and you're willing to go under the knife then do it but ugh, being 21 and having such a major major operation mm. um i think looking back it was very young yeah and i think if it was my daughter i don't know how i'd feel about it mm. Yeah. My mum was really supportive. She actually got the finance for me. Yeah. Because I got boobs on finance. Um, and she knew how much I really wanted to do yeah. it. So she supported me and she said, if that's what you want to do, I dumped the boyfriend, I got my new <laughs> boobs, I was like a new woman. I really was. But yeah, looking back, I'm, I don't know, I'm not sure how I feel about it now. Would you take them out? No, I don't think I would. <laughs> so there, there you go. It's like, is it because they're a part of you now? Like you've I had think, them for so long, they're a part of you. Yeah, I'm so used to being able to not wear a bra, to look good in a bikini. So I don't think I would have them taken out because I'm just, I'm not sure what I would be left with. I think it would just be skin, <laughs> just saggy. Yeah. So in a way, yeah. You know, I'm saying looking back maybe I won't I, I won't have done it if I'd have known what I know now but then I'm saying that I'd, I wouldn't take them out so I'm contradicting myself a little bit yeah but I I think it's also because let's say that you weren't with Briggsy and you were with Jay at that point it would have been a whole different scenario oh, yeah. because you would have had you wouldn't have had that abuse going on you would have had someone who loved you for you yeah and they wouldn't have been bothered if you were flat chested or not absolutely absolutely and i think that did make a massive massive impact mm. on me going and getting the surgery but like i say from being a kid i remember wondering why the hell i didn't have boobs and everybody yeah. else did and going on holiday with my mum and dad, I used to make my mum sewing pads. Oh, they didn't bless. have pad and, bra- pad and bras then. <laughs> that a thing. So my mum used to literally sit and sew pads into my bikini tops so oh, that I didn't feel self-conscious. Yeah. Give you a bit of a cleavage. Yeah. Um, and we actually were looking through some photos not long ago and there's a picture of me on holiday and I must have been 16 and I'm skinny as hell. I mean, I've got platinum blonde hair, absolutely gorgeous and I'm stood there and I knew my mum was taking a photo of me and I crossed my arms over my chest. Oh. And I'm just stood there smiling. And I just looked at it and I thought, that is that is me being so self-conscious. Yeah, yeah. Like, I couldn't believe how insecure I looked in that yeah. photo. And that's me at 16 before I'd even met my boyfriend. Yeah. So it's, it's strange to think where that's come from. Like, it where is, did that come yeah. from? Because my mum my had boobs, my nan had yeah, boobs, yeah. my grandma, you know, did I look at them and think, why don't I have them? You yeah. know, where did it come from? That could where did be that it, seed yeah. get planted? Because I'm not sure. That could be it. Because I, I remember being, like, in the girls' change rooms and there was a poor girl called Shirley Ann and she had, like, double Ds when we were kids. Yeah, that's the other end of the yeah, spectrum, isn't it? She, and she used to complain so bad, yeah, so here. bad about it, yeah. And it... it I think as well, when we were kids, we looked like kids. Yeah. Whereas kids these days look like grown-ass women. Yeah. So I think when we were kids, it, it kind of, if you had small boobs, you kind of want that. It was like, okay, we'll all kind of get there eventually. But yeah. now it's like, oh, needs, everybody's yeah. got boobs, so I need boobs. Do you yeah. know, everybody's oh, yeah. walking yeah. around with these humongous boobs. Everyone's bigger. 
yeah. in height, in, in everything, aren't they? Full face and makeup. Well. But I think, yeah, when, you, when you're younger, you do, you're looking for some sort of a tr- role model. So you're looking at, like, you're looking at Pamela Anderson and going, Phew. Yeah. And you're looking at your mum going, you know, because your mum's a good-looking yeah, woman. Sure, good so I think yeah. when you subconsciously, in your mind, you just thought, I have to have these. Yeah. Whereas for me, like I said, I'm in the dance world, so for me, it would have been a big no-no to have big knockers because yeah. my dance world, you were flat-chested. But then again, I danced too. I still wanted boobs mm-hmm. because I had nothing. <laughs> like I, I wouldn't have dreamed of putting a leotard on without some sort of no. padded bra but if you look at oh. every ballerina oh yeah they really don't flat. have yeah and that is just yeah. the athletic body of a dancer they just don't it, it the physics won't allow you yeah now when i've got boobs i'm like i can't run up the stairs because they're just <laughs> bouncing everywhere i don't like it it's, it's not a nice feeling you know what i mean but yeah it's it's how when we're kids that we we have these perceptions of what we're meant to look like I, I don't like the fact, when I was younger, you know, my teeth, I've got this fang and I've had this forever. I don't even know when it came now, I've had it that long. I must have been about 10, 11, 12 or something. But nobody's ever fallen out with me because I've got crooked teeth. No. You know, no one's like, oh, I'm not talking to her because she's got a yeah. fang and crooked teeth. Nobody goes, oh, look at her bent nose or she's got these drawn on eyebrows, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But to me, I was like... It, like you said in your photos, every photo I would not smile. I would not smile. Yeah. I'd be like, no, my teeth are horrible. I'm not. I'm the only person I know that don't have any fillings. I've so got my got oral good... hygiene is superb. I'll yeah, have you people you've got know. Good healthy teeth. Yes, but it's just that they're all crooked. Even the dentist said to me, "Oh, Mother Nature won't kind to you." I was like, "Yeah, thanks." <laughs> but he was telling the joke, like yeah. literally, I don't have no fillings. My teeth are healthy. They're just crooked. And for me now, I'm like, I'm not bothered about my teeth because I'm like, you, if you like me, you like me. If you yeah. don't, you don't. I'm not bothered about my nose even anymore. I mean, Cohen did smash his head into my nose and the bump did reduce down. So thank you, <laughs> Cohen. But <laughs> I'm not even bothered anymore about that. You know, I just feel like I'm comfortable. In your own skin. Yeah. But I wish I could have gone back and said, Brooke, yeah. nobody cares. Nobody's going to fall out with you. Just because you, you look this way. I think it's all a part of growth, isn't it? It's yeah. just a part of finding yourself. And I think when you do get to your 30s, you do really start to figure out who you are. And, yeah. you know, you learn how to be comfortable in your own skin. You learn how to be tougher. Like your 20s, you're a bit daft, aren't you? You do stupid stuff. You learn from it. But in your 30s, it's kind of like reflection. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah. So when it comes to stuff like social media, how do you think that plays an impact on body image? Oh, massively. I mean, I'm a photographer, so I know how photos can be edited. You can make anybody look You made me perfect. look hot. <laughs> yeah, but you, I didn't need to because you're already hot. Yeah, but you, were, you, you could... It was easily done, though. That's oh, what so I mean. It's done. so easily done to wipe out blemishes, spots. Yeah. Literally, the click of a button, you can get rid of a spot, you can brighten under your eyes, you can make somebody slimmer. Um, So I think social media is just massive at the moment because you sit and you scroll, depending on who you follow, and it's just bikini-clad women, and you just think, oh my God, look at that body. Mm. Why don't I look like that? (laughs) 
I mean, I had to seriously sit down and go through all the people I was following because I was feeling like shit. Oh. Just going on my phone and looking through Instagram, I was feeling like shit. So yeah. I thought, do you know what? I'm going to get rid of those people um, because half of them were photoshopped anyway. Yeah, definitely. And I'm going to follow people that make me feel good and that are real. Um, so yeah, I feel very worried for younger girls who sit and scroll I mean, we've got TikTok now, which yeah. is just awful because there's all sorts of nasty trends. Like, have you seen the one where they put in the, the earphones around the waist to measure the waist? No. And if you can't fit it around your waist, then you're ugly. What? There's all sorts of horrible things on TikTok. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it's really, really, really scary. It's quite it's quite poisonous, really. Very. When you, when you say it Especially like that. Especially to a young mind who... Yeah feels totally insecure like we did yeah you know like i did about my boobs like you did about your teeth yeah you know can you imagine going back and having what we have now exactly oh god like <laughs> we were bad enough as it was so all we had were magazines magazines yeah i used to watch, look at page three and think wow look at them boobs yeah. they're perfect but can you imagine having what we have now then i Deadly. mean you can understand why there's so many young ch- young kids killing themselves yeah and, and that's that's the issue with it because all you have to do is, like you said, you, you just a click away. You look on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, whatever else is out there. And it's just laden with all these perfect bodies. And for some reason, society deems that as normal. Yeah. Society says, we're going to have an M&S. Not M&S. What's the other one? Is it M&S? Max and Spencer. Yeah. Um you know lingerie picture in his window and it's it's a it's a skinny woman let's face it she's got a completely flat belly there's no stretch yeah. marks there's no cellulite her boobs are nice and perked so we think oh that's what that's if we get this bra we might look, look like, like that, that. not <laughs> to be fair there are people that we are getting better with it because we i are, know yeah. there is certain sites now that have normal people modeling the clothes yeah. i think it's is it asos and then misguided mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly which ones, but I've noticed now when I'm shopping, they've got normal people yeah. with stretch marks and bellies and just normal bodies. Yeah. So I think we are getting better and I'm really hoping that by the time my daughter is old enough to start using social media, mm. that we're going to be a hell of a lot better. Yeah, well ahead, because yeah. hopefully the, our kids will get to a point where you know, airbrushing and photoshopping is just not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Yeah, I don't, I'd like to think that. Because like you were saying, there's this fake versus reality. When you're looking at one of those girls, you don't know how how much effort she's actually gone to put that Photoshop, photo shoot together. You know, she's sucking in, she's probably edit, edited she's thousands probably of times. For 24 yeah. hours before the shoot. And it's not realistic, you know. But there's, and she probably she probably don't even have kids. That's yeah. the thing, you know. She probably don't even have She's kids. Probably about twenty one. Yeah. Um. So we have to be realistic that as we age and we become mothers, bits of us start getting a bit jiggly and a bit wobbly, yeah. and there's a little mark here and a stretch mark there. But it's part of us. Absolutely. It's part of us. You know, and again, nobody, nobody's gonna be like, "Oh, I'm gonna fall out. I'm gonna fall out with you, Jenny, because you've got stretch marks." Yeah, <laughs> saggy belly. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna be bothered. But the thing is, kids are mean like that. Yeah. A, a, like an 18 year old, they probably would fall out with someone for yeah. 
not being perfect or you know you're not going to be an our gang because you've got this or you've got that kids are cruel but that is where we come in as mothers and as the role models to make sure that our children yeah. are well aware that this could happen but we say tell them to do one yeah. If somebody don't want to be your friend because of the way that you look, then you say, well, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Absolutely. We don't make them try and please other yeah. people because we're not about people pleasing no. in any way, shape or form. I think a big one as well is teaching our boys yeah. to, appre to appreciate women oh, and to God, respect yes. women. Yes. I mean, I remember being at school and we'd be, I'd be walking down the corridor and lads would fully grab my ass. <laughs> that is sexual <laughs> harassment. <laughs> Like, fully grab my ass, I turn around and they go, <laughs> Yeah, that just couldn't happen anymore. That's sexual harassment. <laughs> when I look back, I think, Jesus Christ, I was harassed every day of my goddamn life at school. But back then, you just thought it were normal, you thought it were funny, you were like, oh. Yeah, yeah. But we've got to teach our boys to respect definitely, women. Definitely, Respect you, women's bodies. Definitely. And you know, I've got a nearly 18-year-old now, and... Um, He's always had an athletic body, you know, from Tyrell's, like, since he's been, like, four, he's always had, like, a little six-pack because he's always danced and he's done gymnastics and basketball. But um, he 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 knows that if he had a little podge, he'd still love himself, yeah. you know. Yeah. And when it comes to girls, like, he's only had one girlfriend, but he I've always said to him you know you treat a woman right you know and you make sure that you don't abuse her and you don't say anything that's nasty to her in any way shape or form yeah um so yeah I, it is <laughs> it is really important to make sure that the boys know just as well as the girls that you've got to love yourself and you love each other if you don't like a certain thing you know like I don't know hairy backs if you don't like a guy who's got a hairy back then you're not going to go off with him you're going to stay away from him you know but you're not going to get with him and then belittle him for no. the rest of his life because he's got a hairy do you know what i'm saying yeah. if you don't like that then stay away from that absolutely and i think boys suffer with body image just as much as girls definitely i know my brother used to be really self-conscious about his tummy mm. and he used to always wear his t-shirt on holiday in the pool because he thought he was fat. I mean, he wasn't. He just had puppy fat. Yeah. Because he was a young lad and eventually you slim out, don't you? And you lose your puppy yeah. fat. And he did. But at the time, he was self-conscious. Mm -hmm. So it's it's funny looking back because, like, where did he pick that up from? Yeah. Was that from my dad? Because my dad's always been fit and healthy and played football. And was he comparing himself to my dad? Mm. Or, you know, boys. Well, they, again, they I, think, I think that boys are just as cruel as girls when it comes to you know saying horrible things and if you're in a group of of boys and everyone's quite slim but then there's somebody who's a little bit tubbier oh, you'll, you'll they'll, take they'll, the they'll take the absolute they'll rip them to shreds and it's yeah. awful it's absolutely awful um so yeah that we need to make sure that we are bringing positive reminders to our children about how to act accordingly to other people yeah and also, in the film and music industry, the music industry right now, I'm kind of getting sick of it. I'm sick of seeing women in bodysuits, leotards. Yeah, you look at, like, Nicki Minaj. She is not even... It's not real. Her body is just... Like, what the fucking hell is that? <laughs> I she's think got she's bummy implants. Yeah. She's got a, the waist is tiny. The boobs are done. The boobs are done. She just looks 
like an alien to me. All of them. The Kardashians, yeah. everybody. They're all having lip fillers, cheek fillers. Uh, they get Botox or their eyebrows don't even move. Yeah. They'll get the boobs done, the, the bums done. Everything. Every part that they can get done or liposuctioned out of, they do it. <clears throat> I'm not quite sure where where society decided to say that this is what you have to look like. Mm. I'm not, you know, because if we go way, 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 way back, when the woman were fully clothed down to her ankle, yeah. nobody could see what were underneath there, and you had a corset on so tight, you were sucking everything in. Yeah. <laughs> but Strange, underneath that, you know, nobody, nobody was saying, oh... Even voluptuous women. If you look at things like... Like Marilyn Monroe. Well, that was exactly. Like, was that Maril- 50s? Yeah. She was just a she normal, was, exactly. healthy, sort of size 12, yeah. 14. Nice and curvy, but in a natural way. Yeah, and we went from that to then, like, in the 90s, we had Kate Moss, which is literally as thin as you can get. Yeah. To no. now, like, somewhere in the middle, but with a lot of plastic bits. Stuck in. <laughs> It is. It's strange it's strange to think I, how these trends happen. I think the media, you know, the media hooks onto somebody, and the and then every and then everyone's like, oh, we've got to look like that now. And then yeah. the, when that fades out, it'll be, oh, you've got to look like this now. The, the media are just absolutely evil because it's the way that they word things as well. Yes, yes. I don't know if you saw the post about Katy Perry recently. No. There was a picture of her on the beach. She's got a six-month-old little baby girl, and she's in the sea. And she's got a swimming costume on, and she's got a mum belly, and she's got she doesn't look like she used to look. Yeah. Which that's what happens when yeah. you have a kid <laughs> yeah. and you've got a six month old baby. Suddenly, this baby, it, you takes all of your energy and your time, and you don't give a shit what you look like exactly, because you yeah. just want to put everything into them. And they put something like they headlined it like, "Oh, um, Katy Perry used to be 25, 34, 25 measurements, um, but now she's rocking the mum look." Why did they need to put yeah, those measurements exactly in? exactly why, exactly. So that is just like having a digger her, but turning it round to make it look like they're not having a digger Yeah, her. yeah. I read it and I thought, you absolute C words. Yeah. Like, it's, and that, you're absolutely right, because anything to do with the media is how it's worded. Um, and, and you've got to be very careful who you actually listen to in the media, because they are, they're just toxic, absolutely toxic. And I don't, I don't know why... They feel that it's any of their goddamn business to talk about the way that somebody looks. I know. Um, I'll give you an example. Um, Chadwick Bosman, who died, the um, Black Panther actor. Oh, yeah. He died of, um, I think he had, was it colon cancer or bowel cancer? Um, in the last few like interviews that he did, everyone was like, oh, Chadwick, he looks like he's on drugs. Because he'd lost... He told nobody he that so he had Ill. cancer, yeah. He told nobody. So when he were giving these interviews, he looked very gone in his face. Yeah. And they were saying like that he were on drugs and stuff. Yeah. And then he passed away and I thought, you know what, you horrible mofos who said yeah. that. I hope that you have sleepless nights because you don't know what's happening in someone else's life. Yeah. So why is it any of your concern what is happening, you know, well, how a person looks? They money, don't they? Yeah, exactly. about money, 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 money. They just want to make the sale. So it's And they'll awful. write anything. It is. It's absolutely... It's terrible. But do you know awful. what? Katie Perry looked so happy in those photos and I could tell that she was just thinking, I don't give a flying fuck what anybody thinks about me. I'm in the sea with my six-month-old beautiful baby and my new husband... 
Is it Orlando Bloom? Oh, yes, Orlando. And she would just be like, not giving a flying fuck. And I thought, yeah, that's exactly how you need to be. And talking about being a mum, the difference between being a mum and then being a woman, how do you think body image affects you on that scale? What do you mean as in... So, I, I, we're both mums, but we're both women. I feel like sometimes I have to dress appropriately because I'm a mum, but at the same time, I'm a woman, so I might want to dress a little bit more provocatively. Yeah, I think I've never really cared about what people think, and if I want to go out and have my boobs on show, I will. But I know some people might think, oh, no, I'm a mum now. I need to just cover myself up a bit. But I've never felt like that. Mm. I've always just thought, this is my chance to go out. Yeah. Be me, be Jenna, not mum. Yeah. I'm going to dress Let however live. the hell I want to dress. I've always been like that. So for me, it's not that's not really been an issue. Since See, since having Cohen, I I have not... Remember the last. Remember, I come to the baby shower and I didn't even have a dress. I didn't even own a dress because yeah. I got rid of everything and I was just like, I just didn't feel like I could present myself as Brooke. I felt like I just had to be like Colin's mum, so everything was baggy, you know, yeah. leggings and a baggy top. Hide everything. Don't show anything off. You get lost, don't you? You get lost. You mm. forget who you are. Yeah, definitely. Totally. But in saying that, as a mum and breastfeeding, I am quite happy to get my boobs out anywhere in public and breastfeed. I don't have a problem with that, but some people do. Some people want to shame you for... I was really self-conscious when I was breastfeeding Rosalie. Um, I did do it in public, but I was on edge the whole Mm. time. And I remember Jay was really protective over me. If I was feeding in a restaurant, it'd be on, on guard ready to pounce yeah. on anybody <laughs> that said or looked or tuttered or sighed. Yeah. And he's not an aggressive person, but he was really protective over the fact that I was feeding his child. Yeah. And if anybody had a problem with it, then they were going to get a gobful. But luckily, everyone was really nice. Um, and I never had an issue, but it tend to be other people that, that used to sort of make a deal where they go, oh, God, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, it's fine. I'm, yeah. You know, I've got to cover it. It's fine. I used to cover myself up a bit, use one of those scarves or yeah. whatever, or you put your muslin over top. Um, but I remember going to um, Jay's brother's. Yeah. And um, his brother just sort of like gasped and was like, oh, my God, I'm really, 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 really sorry, Jenna. You know, I'll go outside. I'll, I'll go in. I said, Ryan it's absolutely fine, like, it's just a boob, surely you've seen a boob before, um, so yeah, I think sometimes it's just other people as well that make it out to be a big deal, um, so you've just got to crack on and think, look, I'm feeding my baby, and if somebody's got a problem with it, then that's absolutely fine, but I'm just going to crack on and do it anyway. Yeah, that's absolutely right. There's no point worrying about what other people think. At the end of the day, it's the most naturalist way to feed your baby. So if people are going to have an issue with it, they can do one. Yeah, and I don't understand why anybody would have an issue with not even seeing a full boob. It's just like part of the boob. Yeah, you can go on the bloody music channel and there's somebody with the baps out. Like, yeah. 
Oh, oh is that okay? Open, open page three. And, yeah. And the boobs are there. How, why did they have a problem with feeding your child, but they don't have a problem with it being plastered everywhere else? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand. But I think the whole thing about body image is it's a misconception. When people say body image, it's automatically a negative term. But what we need to remember is it's about staying healthy. Everything to do with your body, how you look, it starts from the inside. Are you eating right? Are you staying hydrated? Are you exercising enough? So when people who are a little bit larger say, oh, you know, you should just love me as I am. I'm big and beautiful. That's absolutely fine. But do you have any health problems? Because that's, that's, the, that's the real issue when it comes down to your health. You could be a size 12, I could be a size 12, but I might be a fat size 12, I might have fat and you might have muscle. That's the thing, if you're big and beautiful and you work out and you eat right, then bloody hell, good for you. You know, that's some people are just built differently, aren't they? But if you're sat on the couch eating cookies all and day... And then you're still saying you're big and beautiful. Yeah. And, well, you're not inside, are you? Because you're very unhealthy. Exactly. You're going to have diabetes. You're going to have high blood pressure. You're going to have cholesterol problems. You're going to have breathing problems. You're going to have joint problems. There's so many issues that go on, on inside. Yeah. So it's okay if you are a big... Like Jenna says, if you are a big person but you are eating right and exercising right, then that's absolutely fine. But if you sat on the couch and you just eat all day, then that's not healthy. And it's not in any way... be promoting it. No, and it's not going to help if you are a parent because, again, the biggest thing for me, like I said, when I were a child, I didn't want... I didn't want my mum to be the fat woman at the school gates and I don't want to be the fat woman at the school gates for my kids. Not just because of how it looks, but because I need to stay alive for as long as possible absolutely and you want to be able to run about with your kids play with your kids you know without getting tired um you want to be as fit as you can for as long as you can for them yeah i think it's really important to make your kids understand why we have to stay healthy and it's like me recently i've been doing a lot of running a lot of high intensity training and Rosalie, she'll be six in April, and she's like, Mummy, why are you doing this? And I say to her, I'm doing it because Mummy wants to be healthy. Yeah. Um, I don't say it because I want to lose weight. or I Yeah, want, exactly. I want You're saying the right positive words. Yeah, I've, I, I tell her that I want to be healthy, and that exercise makes you healthy and happy. Um, and I explain to her about food, that we have to eat good food, and that we can still have treats, but, you know, we have to balance things. Yeah. We can't just eat McDonald's every day exactly because it's not good for us and she does understand she is understanding more and more and i think as well what the the issue with this generation that we've got is they want a quick fix so they don't really want to do the exercise and stuff they just want to have that perfect body image um and they don't eat healthy i know my 18 year old don't eat healthy i mean he does he does train because he's training for the raf but, you know, he wants to just, like, have six packs of Oreos. And I'm like, that's just <laughs> not right. You know what I mean? But they don't they don't want to put in that hard work. And the thing is, I do my 40-minute power walk 
that's the best I can do right now because I've got a damaged Achilles tendon. But you've got to put in some effort and the, the there's an excuse that comes along with it then. People say, oh, I can't be bothered or I can't do it. I don't or, have the time. I, yeah, the I don't one. have the time. There's always time. There's always time. How many hours are in your day? Yeah. If you can't take 30 minutes out of a 14-hour day... Not even 30 not minutes. Even you 30 could, minutes. There's 15-minute workout, cardio yeah. workouts that you can do. If you can't take that out of your day to put your health as a priority in your life, then there's something wrong. Yeah, because definitely. your health should be at the top of your priority list every day. I know people have jobs, they work long yeah. hours, you've got kids to look after. Yeah. yeah, they're all very high up on your list, but your, your health, your exercise should be on there as well. Definitely. And I know myself... You know, the last sort of six years being a mum, I've not I've not concentrated on myself at all. Mm-hmm. I've just put me to the back of the queue. And looking back now, I know that that was the wrong thing to do because that is what led to my mental health issues. Yeah. When you put yourself on back burner, sometimes I, I used to think, well, I've got so much that I have to invest in a Cohen all the time because of Cohen's autism. And then I did put myself on the back burner. But then... If you're not healthy in your body, if you're not healthy in your mind, then you're not healthy for your kids, you're exactly. not healthy for your friends, you're not healthy for your family, you're not healthy for anybody because you're knacked, your body's ruined, you need to keep your body going. So those little excuses of a car need to be turned into cans. Absolutely. Get up earlier or, yeah. you know, while you're talking to your friends on the phone... You Instead can, of sitting on social media scrolling yeah, for half an hour, definitely. Get up, do some star jumps in your front room. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for everybody at the moment. There's no gyms. We're very limited yeah. to what we can do, but we've all got a pair of legs. Exactly. Like, we can all just go out the door and run for 20 minutes or, you know, run on the spot, do and star jumps. And even saying that, we've all got a pair of legs. Even the people who have got disabilities, I have seen so many good pages of people that have disabilities that are doing better than the people who have oh, legs. Yeah. Because they don't let it stop them, they don't let it become a burden to them, and they allow themselves to make that little bit of extra time. Um, but there is fad diets. Yeah. How do we combat those? I think it's tough because, like you say, people want the quick fix, and with social media, you've got Instagram, you've got celebrities that are promoting these skinny coffees, mm. these shakes this and that and they're promoting it so young girls boys whatever adults are gonna go on the social media gonna think well they look good and they're doing that Mm. so i'm gonna do it when it's just a money-making scheme yeah these celebrities that are promoting these things are not even using them themselves they've got personal trainers dietitians. (laughs) that's what i always think i think are you actually using your products no um and like you said they've got the money to have a personal trainer on them every day and they've got a cook, a chef, who yeah. can make them the best high-protein, calorie meals or whatever it is. So they're, they're, they're ahead of the game, basically. Absolutely. You know, when you're rushing around all day and then you've got kids to sort out, it's sometimes really you do want to just bang some chips in, yeah. which is fine, but make sure that you're going to burn off that fat yeah. later on. It is really, really hard to, I mean, try and balance everything and try and... Like you say, get your healthy meals in, but sometimes you've just got to make it make it a priority. If you have to meal prep on a Sunday, like me at the moment, I'll hard boil loads of eggs on a Sunday. I'll cook my pasta so it's all ready with the sauce on it. I'll do my pieces of corn. 
So it's all in the fridge for the next week. Yeah. And all I've got to do is warm whatever up, whatever I want yeah. up. Yeah. Put some salad with it, and there you go. Yeah. Whereas if it wasn't there and it wasn't ready, I'd probably be thinking, oh, I'll just have a sani or I'll just bang some chips in or. So you've you've got to be prepared. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's you've got to start eating right and making those healthy choices. Um, I'm not a takeaway girl. I don't I don't really do takeaways. But sometimes people will be making do takeaways and then they get loads of criticism for it. And it's yeah. like, it's not that bad. You know, you, you're allowed to have some pizza and chips. Absolutely. You're allowed to, you know. I think it's it's either one extreme or the other, really. And you've got to find that balance. balance and definitely. what works for you, what works for your family. Cohen is autistic and he has a very, very bad diet because he, he's a very picky eater and he's limited to like less than 10 foods. So... You know, if I was to document everything that Cohen eats, everyone would be like, oh my God, you're such a bad mum because he's bad. eating chips again. And it's like, I don't care as long as he's eating, you know. Yeah. I don't want him to drop dead because he hadn't eaten anything. But I, I I, try and make sure that I've got salad stuff all the time, different sorts of salad stuff. I love my little um, uh, corn... What are they? Corn dippers? Have you seen yeah, them? Yeah, oh, they're lovely, aren't they? They're like, like a southern, southern coated, like, dipper. You can get you know all sorts I mean? of different corn stuff now, yeah. can't you? You can get, like, chicken strips, you can get the dippers. Some of them are a bit expensive, I've got to say. Some of them are a bit expensive. Yeah. But I just try and mix it up a little bit. And you've got a decent meal. And with the exercise, you can, there's so many... When I, I think when you say exercise, people automatically think the gym, it can be walking... It can be stretching, yeah, it can yoga. be dancing, yoga. There's all different types of things that is good for Pushing cardio. Pushing the buggy yeah. the block. I used to, when I lived by the park, there were always mums running around with the with the pram. And I used to think, oh, I should have done that. <laughs> yeah, I've done that with my kids because I've just, for me, like I said in the last podcast, exercise is a big, big thing yeah. for me to keep my mind happy. So there's plenty of times where I've literally strapped two kids down in a double buggy and I've walked and walked and walked. Yeah. Literally with my headphones on. They might be shouting, Mommy, hi. <laughs> right, I didn't care. Headphones on, strap them in so they can't escape and I used to walk. Yeah. And that was my way of just burning off any stress. Yeah. Getting it out of my system, going home and then take a deep breath. I'm good to go again now. Yeah. Well, that's it. And what do you think about like... You've got a little few stretch marks. I, I don't have belly stretch marks, but I've got bum stretch marks and obviously my wobbly belly. How how are you going to make sure that Rosalie sees that and says, wow, that's beautiful? Well, she sees it all the time. She's always prodding it and poking it. And <laughs> my kids are obsessed with my bum for some reason. They're always feeling my bum and I'll say, oh, mummy's jiggly belly and they'll, they'll laugh and yeah. they'll say, well, you grew in there. Yeah. Because she'll say, mummy, why is your belly like that? Or why is your bum so big? <laughs> and I'll just say, well, you grew inside my tummy and our bodies have to change. Yeah. And at the moment, I mean, they're only young. Obviously, there might be other challenges as she gets older, but I'm just going to try and make it as normal as possible. Yeah, definitely. I think you've just got to normalise it. Yeah. When when I were younger, my mum was such a prude. You couldn't go in the bathroom and stuff and see her naked. And oh, I don't, really? I don't agree with that. My mum was always naked. I love walking around naked. Tyrell's always walking around flipping naked. <laughs> well, you know, we might as well just be nudists. But that's how you learn. Yeah. And I think that's why, as well, people become a little bit more promiscuous 
when they're younger because they haven't seen it before. Oh, yeah. Whereas if you see it all, you're kind of like, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not bothered about that. But I, I really want Evie to make sure that that she loves her body, whatever shape, size that she's going to be, if she has boobs, if she doesn't have boobs. But I really would... I'm really hoping that she's got my sort of mindset now, what I've got, and not the one of young Brooke or young Jenna. Yeah. And I hope that she just loves it and, and loves herself. Um, because that's all you need to do. You just need to be yourself, be unique to who you are, and don't give a beep about what anybody else says. Definitely. Definitely. I know my little Rosalie, she's very... She's got anxiety. I can see it already. And it's obviously mm. come from me. It's natural inner because she worries about things, she panics. She's just like me in that sense, but she's also really confident. Like yeah. She'll go out, she'll talk to any any other child. I know kids do, but she'll be the one that puts her hand up in the class. She wants to stand up, she wants to read. She's really confident in herself, so I'm hoping that I can just sort of keep her on the right path yeah. so that she doesn't go down the route that I went down, yeah. which had the anxiety spiralling out of control. I'm just hoping I can really guide her onto yeah. the right path and just... It's hard because we we have to be the role models, don't we? We yeah. have to. I mean, I'm doing something right now throughout spring, which is get my body back challenge, which basically just means that I just want to get healthy. It's not real. I mean, I'd love my six pack back. I, I have to be Everybody realistic. I'm never, I'm never going back into a size eight jean. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you know, but... I, w I just want to feel more healthy as well. I haven't danced in four years, so that's a big, big thing for me. So I'm just wanting to get healthy, and then I'll get my body back. Maybe maybe lose me double chin as well. <laughs> just one chin. <laughs> just one chin would be fine, please. Uh, but yeah, so I think that's a wrap for today, Jenna. Thank you for joining me. You're welcome. And if there's anybody listening to this... Please, please, please do not be obsessed with all the fake people out there, you know, and especially if you're a mama, you're going to have wiggly bits, you're going to have those scars, but it's who you are, the new, the unique to you, so... Can I just say as well, have a clear out of your social media, yeah. get rid of all these people that post fake pictures of themselves and get rid of all these people that make out that they have this perfect life and everything's sunshine and rainbows and they never have bad days. You need real people on your social media. Like me and Jenna. Yeah, people that are going to motivate you, people that don't airbrush the photos. They're not bothered if they've got a big spot on the nose when they take a picture because they're happy in that moment. Yeah. Have a good clear out because it really does help. Definitely. Stay healthy, guys, and we will see you in the next one.